On today's podcast, we're going to learn how to deal with the tragedy of losing your children. We'll talk to our guest, Lee Wagner, as he shares his heartbreaking tragedy, how God spoke to him on a missions trip, he listened to God, and he made a decision to help others. We all face challenges, crucibles in life, that make us or break us. What matters is how we respond to such roadblocks. That's really what defines us. Through inspirational stories from all walks of life, this podcast will provide you with techniques to overcome and grow from life's most challenging experiences. Hello, everybody. I'm Mary Lee Aitenhan coming to you live from the Dividend Studios in Brentwood, Tennessee for my podcast, Crucible. You can find me at aitenhanhealthcoaching.com. If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, and share. Joining us to share today as my guest on Crucible on this episode entitled A Walk to Remember is my guest, Lee Wagner. Lee and his wife, Debbie, lost their two children, Jillian and Lee Jr., at the ages of 18 and 16 years old. Lee has been in transportation for 46 years in many capacities, and he specializes in sales. And welcome, Lee. It's so great to have you. I just really appreciate you jumping on today to the Crucible. Well, thank you, thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be uh, with you, and, and, and I'm honored that you would uh, like to hear my story. Absolutely, you've got a very huge, powerful story. And um, let's let's just jump in right with, um, you know, the day of the accident. Okay. Um, Mother's Day, 2004. Um, we live in Peachtree City, Georgia, and we travel to Columbus, Georgia, which is 100 miles, uh, for lunch with, uh, with Grandma, mm -hmm. um, Debbie's, Debbie's mother, my wife's mother. Uh, Jillian and Lee, Jilly was 18, Lee was 16, and they insisted on driving their own car, which is not uncommon for, for teenagers. So we said fine, and uh, so we drove separately down mm -hmm. to Columbus, Georgia. Uh, when we finished uh, lunch, um, the kids hung around for a little while, but as kids will do, they wanted to take off and go back home and visit with their friends and uh uh, and so they left ahead of us. Okay. Uh, the, the route they took was up the interstate 185 back toward uh, uh, Peachtree City. Debbie and I decided to take the back road. So we went up Georgia 85, which is a, a two-lane road, and just mm -hmm. kind of took our time and, and uh, got back home. And the kids weren't there, but that was not unusual. Uh, but when... We tried to call them. We couldn't get in touch with them. Um, uh, we started calling their friends, and nobody had heard from them. And this was getting to where uh, they, they should have been home. Sure. Uh, so I got on the phone and started calling the county. There was five counties between Columbus and Peachtree City. And I called the sheriff's department in each county. I started with Muskogee County, which is Columbus. Uh, they didn't have any report of anything. Um, Meriwether County, Coweta County, Fayette County. And I got the Troop County, which is where LaGrange is. And they said, hold on a minute. And they switched me over to the, <clears throat> to the highway patrol. 
And the highway patrol mm. simply told me that there was a highway patrol in a corner on the way to your house. Oh, no. Um, and your heart just dropped. Well, of course it did. Uh, and and you, you, there's crazy things go through your mind. Of course, we, we, we prayed hard, but, but the truth was a highway patrolman in a, in a corner don't come to your house because somebody ran a ditch. Um, and, and also it crossed my mind, which one can I live without? Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and my answer was, I can't live without either one of them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But anyway, the, the coroners arrived and, and the news was doubly bad. I had lost both children in an automobile accident on Interstate 185 around LaGrange. And um, Jillian was, was driving. She was, she was 18, Lee was 16. Um, there, was a, there was a car that came down the on-ramp and evidently didn't see Jillian Lee and came right out directly in front of them. Um, and according to witnesses, Jilly yanked the wheel to the left to avoid him and succeeded. She didn't, didn't avoid him. And the, I mean, she did avoid him and the car went on. Uh, but in the meantime, she barrel rolled the, the Jeep Cherokee and into the median. Uh, she was, they both had their seatbelts on. Uh, she was the first one to come out. Um, as they were barrel rolling, the doors popped open on the uh the driver's side and her seatbelt was cut by the pavement and she came out um lee was had his seat reclined and he submarined backwards out from under his seat and went through the mm. back hatch wow. uh, which had opened at this point in time and out into the to the median so both of them were ejected from the vehicle uh jillian died instantly uh, when the rescue EMTs got there, Lee had some minor signs of life transporting to the local hospital and he was DOA at the hospital. Um, and, and you just, um, you, you know, in an instant, your life is, is, is completely changed forever. And, and you want it to be over, yeah. uh, at that point in time. Um, there's, uh, there's, I don't remember a great deal about that day, but I remember some key things. I remember a phone call from LifeLink of Georgia. Uh, Mm -hmm. Gilly and Lee both had signed their driver's license with donor, uh, indication, uh, donor card indication. And, Mm -hmm. uh, so it was LifeLink of Georgia wanting to know if they could harvest organs. And I told the sweet lady, I said, you must, you must have the, the worst job in the world having oh, to call yeah. uh, a, a, a grieving parents and ask for the organs of their children. Yeah, and she said, we sure. certainly do. And I said, well, they signed up for it and, and they, they would want this to happen. And so you have, you have our permission. Um, um, and a sidelight to that, um, we were told later that there was four, four different individuals that got cornea. Um, mm-hmm. Someone got a liver. Um, 
Lee's organs were a little more in better shape than Jilly's uh, because of the way she was, uh, the way she was uh, uh, killed in the accident. Um, but uh, we have we have sent requests to LifeLink, but but you know how that is. Everything is very right, perfect. and yeah. we we have never to this day gotten any kind of feedback that or any visits from anyone we would love to, but, uh, but that's up to the, the other individual, the recipients, not to us. So, uh, but, um, uh, the other call that I made was to my two sisters in North Carolina. Um, and, uh, they, they were, they were beyond help at that point in time. But, but anyway, we, we, we talked it all through. We, we had a huge, uh, double funeral here at Brooks United Methodist church in in, uh, mm. here in Peachtree city. And then we transported them home to, to my home Methodist church in, in welcome North Carolina, uh, which is near Winston Salem. Um, and had another big double funeral there. We, we had just moved to Georgia like two years earlier. So our kids had had friends and family in North Carolina and school friends. And, and then they had made a bunch of friends when they got down here. Sure, so, sure. so that was yeah. the reason for that. And I'll touch on that a little bit later. Um, but that's, that's the accident. Um, uh, if you can imagine, I mean, it's it, a compound, everything else. It was mother's day. Um, right. And, 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 uh, and, and, oh, by the way, my birthday, I was born on mother's day. So, oh, so uh, oh, no. you know, <laughs> just, you know, uh, uh, oh. beat you down and then hold you down and beat you some more is, yeah. is kind of the way the way it, it, it went. But uh, but, you know, you, you you also you have friends that that want to say the right things that don't know how, oh, right. uh, you know, yeah, I under- how how could God let this happen? I heard that a 100 times. Right. God didn't let this happen. Uh, My God and and my Jesus are here to comfort me when when this sort of thing does happen. Right. And and that's 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 the way I feel about it. And but but when I when I speak to to youth groups, Mary Lee, I I make sure I, I tell them that. This was a Sunday afternoon. It was a sunny day. The roads weren't wet. Right. Traffic was normal. Nobody was 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 drinking. Nobody was on drugs. Nobody was coming from a place they shouldn't have been. Right. Uh, nobody, to my our knowledge, was was on their telephones and and not paying attention. And yet, right. the 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 worst of tragedies happened. And and when I speak to kids, I. I I try to impress upon them that if this can happen to, to, to someone that's trying their best to do the right thing, right? Then, then how many times are you increasing your odds kids when you're doing these other things that you shouldn't be doing? Um, right. and exactly. if that comes across right. Yeah. But, um, no, it, yeah, it does. And, and rightly so. I mean, <laughs> I guess that just shows, you know, I, I've gone through a similar experience in my own life. You know, I lost my dad in mm-hmm. a split second and our lives were forever changed as well. And, um, you're right. The platitudes that people gave to us were horrible 
And I know that, you know, when you give them grace, at least I do now, because they just didn't know what to say. No, no, no. Um, you, you, you can't. It, you, you, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but same, same situation with my dad. There's, there's nothing, you know, the only thing that we could come up with afterwards was that there was a malfunction within the airplane. Mm-hmm. And that took like almost 15 years to prove, you know, yeah. and to research. And, um, you know, I just, so I, I totally understand that. And I applaud you for, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about you going in the places that you speak and the people that you're able to help. Okay. You know, I think okay. that's, I think that's, uh, awesome. so. the things that, that are, that are very key to me, uh, personally, um, <clears throat> some, some weeks after the accident, um, we were in church one Sunday and our, our minister who we dearly love, um, cornered us after the service and said, you know, I, I hadn't mentioned this before and it doesn't appear that you need it, but a lot of families that, that go through tragedies like this need some counseling. And, uh, you know, maybe you should go see some, some marriage counseling and whatever. And we said, okay. So we scheduled it and, and we went and, and one of the first things the lady said, and the only thing I remember actually, she said, uh, I want to tell you up front that 87% of marriages of marriages that go through the death of a child end up in divorce. Yeah. You've just lost two children. Right. And before I could speak, Debbie, my wife, Debbie said, in order to get 87% failure, you have to have 13% success. You put us in that column. Oh, good. And it was so, so powerful because, uh, Mary Lee, it, it, it took away immediately that problem in my mind. Right. Because I knew I didn't have to worry about losing somebody else that I loved. Right. Exactly. Uh, it, it just uh, it, it meant the world to me. And, and I don't think we ever went back to a marriage counselor after that. We didn't need to. Um, yeah, I understand. So, so it was uh, it was just uh, uh, wonderful and 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 yes we've had we've had our troubles we're we're a married couple um, uh, but we've never never discussed never thought about going our separate ways we're 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 bonded right. together um, yeah. by by well, this and, and everything else exactly and just. The fact that she made, I mean, literally made that decision that you guys were not going to become uh-uh. victims of this, you know, situation. No. You're not going to become, you know, uh, a statistic and you're going to come out on the other side, you know, victoriously. And you're mm-hmm. not going to allow that to happen. And I I think, honestly, when people are in those split second, you know, moments of their lives, I think we're all given that chance to make that decision. Like, are you going to let this define you for the rest of your life as being a horrible situation, you know, and poor me and I'm the victim now and I'll never get out of it. Or are you going to come out, you know, victorious? And that was one of the things that I distinctly remember as well, making a decision because everybody said to us, because it was, you know, my mom had the three teenagers, she was 45, you know, 
and they're like oh we feel so sorry for you it was just so sorry you know we were just oh it's just you know your poor mother and you poor children and how are you know and it, it didn't help at all because that no. that pity that pity that they were basically you know i mean they're trying to express their love and like i said you oh, give people grace and yes. it also teaches you what not to say you know to somebody else <laughs> um yeah. when they're somebody else is in that situation but i just decided i'm not going to be someone who's going to be pitied i will not i will not be that person i and I, I agree and <laughs> yeah and the, uh, the, the 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 favorite saying i think um in the in the, uh, the the funeral line, as well as you know, when you run across somebody, it, it, I, I know how you feel. Right? <laughs> they they, yeah. They, no, they you just want to smack them in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure that I feel grief differently from from Deborah, uh, and differently from anybody yeah. else, and it just. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it, it, I know how you feel, and I know they mean well. They're trying to think of something to say, but it's just, yeah. the, the, you know, they, <laughs> in most cases, make you feel worse. <laughs> exactly. I know. Really, there needs to be a class on, you know, mm. <laughs> things not to say, but. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe I'll write a book on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, things it'd not, probably things not be. Say in a tragedy. Exactly. It'd be a hot seller, honestly, because people, yeah, they're just feeling awkward. They're trying to show their empathy and their compassion to you. And that's, that's how I interpreted it as an adult. But at the time it was just like, yeah, you don't have a flipping yeah. clue. And I, I've never, I've never, and you haven't either said, said a, uh, uh, a course word to anybody in response to that. Yeah. Uh, you, you just don't. So tell me about your, your, I'm going to call it your grief journey because you walked from Georgia to North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, uh, and I uh, remember, I remember when you first shared the story and we were probably out for dinner for something. Yeah. Kevin and I and you and Debbie, and I was just so struck in awe by that. I thought I've never heard of anyone doing this. And I thought, I okay. thought it was the the coolest thing. So, share with me how God um, spoke to you in that as well. Okay, I, I, I will. Um, can can I put something else in front of it? Sure, uh, absolutely. I, I kind of I, I have everything kind of in chronological order, and the walk came about okay. four or five years after the fact. But uh, I want to okay. talk about trips uh, first, and then I'll get to the walk if that's okay with you. And, Absolutely. And, and our producer. <laughs> yes, this is your story, babe. You do it how you want to do it. Uh, January before the kids left on Mother's Day in May, uh, Lee came to me and he said, uh, the church is having a mission trip to Mexico and I want to go. And of course, I've been traveling Mexico and Central America for forever and uh and I said, okay, let's, let's go. So we planned to go on this mission trip. It's a building, building team mission trip uh, to a, uh, a uh, uh, ghetto-type area called uh, Santa Rosa Apodaca uh, in a, a slum area of Monterey, Mexico. So we uh, had meetings uh, all through the January, February, March, April, May, uh, you know, to get ready for the, for the, for the big trip. And, and then, of course, this happened. And and the church came to me and said, we, we don't expect you to go on this trip. 
And I said, uh, I think I want to go for Lee. Uh, I think I want to, he wanted to do this. And I think I want to complete the task, if you follow what I'm saying. So, sure. so I went and, and it was absolutely fantastic. And, and I'll tell you about, uh, tell you now about meeting Cowboy Jesus, if that's all right with you. Okay. So, so we load up, we load up the church bus and, and it's, uh, I don't know, there's probably 25 of us and, uh, <clears throat> we take off to, uh, to Laredo, um, and it's 1178 miles. So it's a long drive. We stopped in, uh, in Louisiana. I want to say Lafayette, Louisiana, um, mm-hmm. the first, the first night and, uh, the next morning, Myself and uh, and another uh, member of the team are loading luggage in the into the bus, and the bus has a hatch in the back. So we're just sure. we're luggage in the hatch in the back, and and a voice said, uh, "Are you guys with this mission trip?" And I turned around, and and there was a tall, lean, uh, uh, faded blue jeans, big belt buckle, uh, boots that you that that weren't that were work boots. Sure. Um, uh, a plaid shirt and a hat. And I said, uh, yes, sir. I said, is the bus in the way? Do I need to move it for you? And he said, no, no, no. He said, here, here's, here's three twenties and, uh, you're going to need it for this trip. And I said, well, well, thank you. I said, come inside and I'll get the, uh, the coordinator to write you a receipt. And he said, no, no, no. He said, uh, I don't, I don't need a receipt. He said, uh, uh, you'll, you'll need this money and you know where it came from. Mm. And I said, okay. And I turned around Mary Lee and put another bag into the trunk and was going to turn around and chat with him a little bit more. And he wasn't there. And, wow. uh, this was a, this was a Hampton Inn and we were sitting in the parking lot in front of the Hampton Inn and could probably see in a hundred yards either way. Right. And I, was, I said, where did he go? And he said, I don't know. We walked around the front thinking he was at the front of the bus. We couldn't find, couldn't see him. Mm. He wasn't there. So <clears throat> we went inside and I handed three twenties to, uh, to Chandra, the, the, the coordinator. And I said, this is, this is from a, a guy. And I told the story and, and she said, well, he needs a receipt. And I said, he wouldn't, he didn't want a receipt. He said, Here's three twenties. You're going to need this. And, and he, he was gone before we, we turned around, glanced around. He was gone. Mm. Okay. Now to, into the next afternoon. So we're, we're heading down I 35 about a hundred miles from Laredo and, uh, the fan belt on the air conditioning unit popped off. Now this is uh, the 4th of July week. Oh no. South <laughs> Texas. Yeah. Needless to say, by the time we got Laredo, we were hot. Yeah. Um, but I've been in Laredo a hundred times. And so, so I, uh, I told the guys, I said, let's, uh, let's, uh, stop at a, at a Napa, at a auto zone, at a, at a someplace and see if we can find a belt. And so we went in and I showed them the broken belt and they measured it and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they went in the back, came out and he said, actually I have two left. I said, well, give me both of them. I had not asked the price. I said, give me both of them. Mary Lee, they were twenty nine ninety five a piece. Oh. 
and it, there you go. So it's $60.87. But of course, you know, God don't pay taxes. Right. Uh, <laughs> and so that was a, the first indication that I may have somebody looking out for me. Yeah. There may be somebody that, 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 that cares about, about me. And, and I just, yes. I, it's all over me. And so the, the trip went on and it went great. And, and, I've got one more, one more quick story. And then of course you can already edit anything out you want to, but uh, one more quick story about a rock and this, this, the way they build things in, in Monterey, Mexico, it's, it's very arid. It's a desert area is they, they go and get dump truck loads of river rock, just, just Mm -hmm. round river and they dump them out, smooth them down. And then they pour a slab and then you build your building. And that's what we we actually were putting a roof on it. Every morning we would get in a prayer circle and, and, and say our prayers and our, our blessings to, to everything. And, and one, one day toward the end of the, of the trip, somebody said, you know, we're building a, a, a family life center at our church at Brooks. And this was, again, many years ago. And they said, let's, let's take each of us take a rock back and put it in the cornerstone of, mm-hmm. of our church. So we did. So we all got in a circle. And, and at one time, we reached down and we picked up a rock. I don't know whether you can see this or not. My rock had a W on it. Yeah, I can see it. Aww. You can see it? My yep. rock had a W on it. Nobody else's rock had anything on it, but my rock right. had a W on it. Now, now yeah. some, people, some people said, wait a minute, Lee, uh, W is so rarely used in the Spanish language, it most likely is an M. And I said, you, you, you could be right. But I picked it up like this. Right. Looks exactly like a W, yeah. And it's not etched on there. Again, it's it was it was God's way of saying, Lee, I know who you are. Ah. And and everything's gonna be all right. And that's awesome. I've, I've been on many, many mission trips since then, and I've got, I can tell stories about those. Uh, I, I've gutted houses in New Orleans. Uh, uh, I, 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 I take uh, clothing. We, we set up at one point in time, uh, we set up a, a program called Jillian Lee's Closet, and we took donations oh. in, and I carried them down to an orphanage mm-hmm. in Sabina Hidalgo, and I did that for several years. Uh, um, uh, other trips, we did other things. Um, I, in fact, uh, they're wanting me to go to uh, uh, Peru this year and and do some stone work, which which I love to do stone work. But uh, I don't know whether I'll get down there or not. But uh, but anyway, I wanted to, I wanted to in, inject that for just a, just a second uh, into the the conversation. Uh, yeah, it just was uh, was God's way of speaking directly to Lee Wagner, and yeah. uh, and Absolutely. Lee Wagner heard him. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's great. Um, we also, uh, when uh, when Jen Lee um, left, their their both of their college funds were near maturity, and mm-hmm. so we didn't have anything um, in mind to to do with the college funds once they weren't going to be used anymore. So we set up a little scholarship fund and each year we gave scholarships out to the high school that they, that they attended um, here in Peachtree city. And mm-hmm. for, 
I think we did that until about two years ago when the funds finally ran out. Um, awesome. Each year we would pick out uh, uh, primarily a student that, that was going into the medical field. And um, mm. we've got, uh, I think we've got six or seven nurses now. And, uh, and we've got one doctor that wow. will be a vascular surgeon in about another three months. Wow, uh, he's amazing. finishing his, his residency and internship now. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and listen, we didn't sponsor the whole thing. We gave them most of the scholarships for a thousand to two thousand dollars each, so they could buy sure. supplies and, and a computer or whatever they needed, you know, and like that. I don't want to tell you that we put we put a student through medical school because uh, the yeah. scholarships weren't that big. <laughs> but uh, no, I understand. Um, Still, every every little bit helps. Sure, sure. Um, about five years after Jillian Lee left, I got real restless and Debbie recognized it. And she said, what, what's going on? And I said, I've got to do something. I don't know what I want to do, but I got to do something. Uh, I said, I just, um, uh, it, it, my heart is, is aching. And she said, what, what do you got in mind? And I said, I think I want to walk to North Carolina. And she said, you're crazy. <laughs> I said, well, hear me out. I said, I, I think I want to trace their, their final journey from where the funeral took place at, at our Methodist church here. And then we transport them back to a, the, the final sure. place in our, in our uh, home cemetery there in, at, at Bethesda um, uh, in North Carolina. Um, and she said, how are you going to do it? And I said, I don't know. And she said, you know, you're not young. And I said, I understand that. But, uh, but I said, it's something I want to do. So uh, wh- what, I, what I started out doing was, was um, I-, I couldn't figure out how to get around Atlanta. And I didn't want to walk straight through the middle of it. And yeah, so, so I came up with this idea that, uh, that I would walk with, with, with youth groups, church groups, civic groups, anybody that wanted to walk with me, anybody that wanted to raise money for their civic group, I would walk with them. And, uh, and I recorded my mileage. And so, awesome. so when I, when I started the final walk, I had already walked, uh, about, uh, 120 miles. So I looked on a, on a map and, and 120 miles put me out about the, uh, the Georgia, South Carolina line. So one Sunday afternoon, I told Debbie, I said, take me there. And she put me out and I walked from, from there. The rest of the, the totally, I walked 412 miles. Wow! To uh, to Winston Salem, and 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 I would I would walk every day. I blogged every day, and that's that's this website that 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 I have mm-hmm. uh, a walk to remember It's got a blog on it where I blogged every day. And Mary Lee, you would not believe the people I met, the things that happened oh. to me in that journey were just were awesome. Um, uh, I had. Uh, I didn't, I didn't stay at a hotel the whole time. Uh, I had people take me in. Um, most of them were, were some of my former salesmen uh, in the trucking business. And sure. uh, what they would do, they would, I would call them, uh, and they would come out and pick me up from the side of the road, wherever I was, near their house. And, and then they would take me, and, and they washed my clothes. They, they, you know, they fed me. They, they, and then they would take me back the next morning and set me out in the exact same spot that they had picked me up in and I would continue to walk. And, uh, uh, 
it's just, uh, it just was, uh, it was amazing. And I write about that in, in that uh, walk to remember. Um, uh, but, uh, and I don't want to go into that completely, but, uh, but uh, uh, it just, uh, I mean, I walked by one morning in Gastonia, I was walking up, uh, I want to say it was 29, US 29, uh, through the main streets of Gastonia. And there was a little wooden car wash uh, to the side of the road. It was like a one bay or two bay hand car wash. And there was an old black man in, in there sitting in a chair. And he spoke to me when he walked by. And he said, you, you, need a, you need a cold water. And, and, of course, I carried water in my backpack, but it wasn't cold. I said, sure, I'd love to have some. He says, come on in. So, so I went in. As I got closer, he didn't have but one leg. <clears throat> so he was sitting in a, in a, in a wheelchair. And uh, he said, uh, where, where, are you, where are you walking to? And I told him my story. He had uh, two other guys helping him, and he stopped him, and he says, come over here and uh, listen to this man's story. And, and I told him my story and, and where I had walked from and, and where I was headed to. And sure. he said, uh, can I pray for you? Mm. I said, you sure can. Mary Lee, he, he, he made the two boys stand him up, oh. and, he, and he prayed. Uh, and wow. when I left that little wooden car wash, I, I, I could have floated on air up to Charlotte. It, it was just, uh, uh, see. It, it's just amazing. And I, and I have just story after story that I write in the, uh, in the blog that, that things like that happen to me almost every day. Wow. No, uh, uh, it just was. So, so inspirational. So, so the, the, when I got to the church, well, as I walked, by the time I got to Charlotte, uh, somebody stopped me on the street and said, are you, are you Lee Wagner? And, and I said, uh, yes. And they said, I'm so-and-so with the Charlotte Observer. Can I interview you? And I said, sure. So, <laughs> Then I walked to uh, Gastonia, and and somebody stopped me and said, "I'm with the Gastonia Gazette or whatever the Gastonia paper is," and right. and can we interview. Yes, I got to Salisbury, North Carolina. Uh, can we interview you? I said yes. So I have all these articles now from all these newspapers that 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 caught on to this story of this uh, this old man walking up the highway. <laughs> by the time I got to um, to, to welcome, um, I had planned to go to the high school, my old high school, which is where Jillian Lee had attended before we moved to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was, I think there was 30 of my classmates from the class of 70 that were standing outside that, that wanted to walk with me for the final, I think it was three miles over to the church from the school. Wow. So they walked with me down Tall Pines Road um, wow. to the to the to the school, and and as we walked, I drifted forward and back and talked to every one of them that some of them I hadn't seen in in thirty or forty years, except at the class reunions. And when we got to the church, uh, Fox News was there, ABC was there, um, CBS, 
and 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 it was just it, it, it was amazing what what was going on. Um, uh, sometime a week or so after that, Nancy Grace interviewed me for her show on wow. uh, CNN. So it, mm-hmm. it was just uh, it, it, hopefully we were reaching people uh, that that you know that maybe had a similar issue. I know I had two two ladies walk up to me in the cemetery and said that their children had died and that, that Debbie and I were such an inspiration to them. And, and that, that warmed my heart that, that told me that, uh, excuse me, that, that told me that God led me to that walk. Yes, exactly. But you were obedient to do it, right? I mean, most people would get that idea and shoot it down because of pragmatics or whatever logistics and, and not do it. <laughs> so God bless you for being obedient to, to hear uh, God and, you know, to do his. All I wanted to do was just honor them. And in yeah. doing so, uh, <laughs> I got all the benefits. And, yeah. and, but it's always that way. Anytime you, let, anytime you let God lead your life, you're the one that gets all the benefits. Yeah, very true. Very true. Very true. Very- yeah. But um, and almost every um, uh, almost every motivational speech that I give, um, I always start out with um, the 23rd song. And mm. uh, my grandmother taught it to me when I was five years old and I had to recite it word for word. And um, she taught me several other ones. But this one I always remember. Uh, if you'll let yeah. me, I'll recite it now. Sure, you bet. That'd be a great way to close. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. That's beautiful, Lee. Thank you so much for sharing today. And I'm I'm swiping away the tears. Such a great story. (laughs) Well, I I tell people. I appreciate it. It, it, for what what I've gone through, I, I laugh what I want to and I cry when I want to, and, and it doesn't make any difference uh, yeah. uh, who I'm in front of or, or whatever. But, uh, but uh, uh, God has been good to me and my family. And, uh, amen. Amen. And all the people that you've met along the way, too. You know, you've oh, yeah. taken a piece of, oh, yes. of Jesus with you. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. So, well, thank you so much, Lee, for being on today did and we, for did sharing we run over your. Our no, time. we. No, we're doing great. We're doing great. I just appreciate it so much. Do you want to go into? I guess really, truly, before we close, about okay. your, um, the websites or anything like that, or sure, sure, um, how people can contact you or. They can uh, uh, the the website. It has a little age on it, so I haven't updated it much. But it it, it basically talks about uh, the accident, the walk. That that, that but it, it's not.
current as far as contact information. So let me give you let me give you my um, uh, my telephone number and my email, and okay. uh, and anytime anybody that wants to contact me about anything, we get uh, Debbie and I get calls uh, from time to time from uh, uh, people at school that say so and so passed away, and here's their their parents' number. You know, mm. and you need to call them and to talk to. We yeah. we don't we don't do it that way. Uh, <laughs> you give them our number, and if they want to call and talk, we'll be more than happy to talk to them. But we're not going to impose ourselves on on others. There's there yeah. there's not a uh, there's not a manual for this sort of thing uh, for for losing children. There there there's just no manual for this. So um, I can't tell you how to do it. I can't tell you how to get through this. All I can do is tell you how Debbie and I did it. And, sure. and hopefully you can take some notes from that. And, uh, uh, and, and the word, uh, uh, the word closure just irks me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll finish with this. No- you, you can edit it out if you want to, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know, every now and then you get someone that says, well, you need to seek closure. And, and, and I don't want to ever seek closure. I want to remember every, fleeting moment I had with my kids, uh, good moments, bad moments. I want to remember every one of them. I want to remember everything that's happened to me since then. And, and I don't want closure. <laughs> I want to remember. Right. I want to remember. Right. But anyways, Lee Wagner, 404-536-2665. That's my telephone number. Mm-hmm. And you can reach me at... Lee Wagner 03 and Wagner spelled W-A-G-N-E-R um, at gmail.com. Lee Wagner 03 at gmail.com. Lee, you guys have just got such generous, beautiful hearts, both you and Debbie. Thank you. It's just Thank been you. a pleasure to know you. Mm-hmm.